Hi, my name is Jurian Arney, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and host of the Cultivative Conversation podcast. Join me as I engage listeners in conversation about mental health-related topics and use questions designed to assist with exploring things of gratitude, nostalgia, sharing, and learning, to normalize mental hygiene, and to invoke togetherness and intimacy through conversation. I hope to talk to you soon. Hello, everyone. This is Tracy D. Armstrong back again with What's Your Mess? Mental, Emotional, Social, and Status of Living. Today, our special guest is Miss Adonia Dixon. Welcome, Miss Adonia. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Good morning and welcome to you as well. I'm so glad to be here. Well, my name is Adonia Dixon. I am a younger sister. I'm the youngest of three. I live in, was born in the state of California. And I'm happy to be here today. What I do and what I enjoy doing is lifting people up. And I had a long journey in my life. So part of why I do what I do is because I figured a way to get through some of the challenges that I had. And I wanted to gift that to other people because I see good in, in most in, in all things. And I wanted to be able to be a person that is positive but over being negative. negative. Negativity is easy to be. And it took me so long to walk myself through that. And I want to be that light for somebody else. I have to say that I want to be somebody, somebody, because there are people that came into my life that helped me be who, become who I've become. And now I feel like I owe it to others. Oh, wow. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know like you actually just mentioned, you've gone through some situations in life that you've had to overcome and you've had to come out of. Uh, could you tell our audience what was your mess that you've had to clean up? You know, I believe it had everything to do with low self-esteem. I was a very innocent, kind of naive, shy child. I felt inadequate for many reasons. And I believe if I can recall, it started with my, my childhood. School was difficult for me. I had a tendency to be teased a lot. And here's what's interesting. I, I didn't fit in because white folks, I went to school that was predominantly white. White kids you know, didn't get us because just because of our skin color. But it was the black girls that I had the biggest challenge with. And that's because they would always accuse me of, oh, you think you're cute. That was the last thing I thought. If anything, I was the opposite of cute. I felt very inadequate. I felt awkward. I felt ugly. Um, lots of negative um, adjectives that I can think of. And what I find interesting with them is they would tease me because I was proper. And I didn't understand that. I enunciated in my words. So I guess because I did that, I was too white. I was accused of being acting like a white. I just was confused. I didn't get it. I didn't understand. And for the longest time, my journey of believing I wasn't good enough was in my DNA. And that's all, everything I did and everywhere I was, I believed I wasn't good enough. And I believe a lot of us suffer through that but I didn't know at the level, I was well into my 30s plus before I really started to turn the table. Wow, 
I completely understand. I had to go through some of the same things, especially like the the proper speaking and the saying that you, you know, you want to be white. I had to, I was called the Oreo and all those things. So completely understand. So how did that affect you mentally? Mentally, I was, I was a basket case. And here's, here's what's interesting. I had a tendency to try to, I, I think in, in innate in my DNA that I would compare myself to other people and they were always better, no matter who they were, they were always better than me. I don't know where I got that from. And I say this because I come from a loving family, my mother specifically, she knew of my challenges and did everything she could to, to ingrain in me, you are good enough, you are pretty, blah, 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 never believed it. And I didn't realize until well into my adult life that I, I was so negative and, and I had the, the ability to, to change that narrative. And I find what was interesting is my mother, I mean, loving to the point where, and I wrote a book and I wrote it, wrote it in this book. I used to get into their clothes because I thought if I put some cute on that I would make me feel better. It didn't, mm -hmm. it didn't. Um, and I would get in trouble. And there was a point, I'll never forget this. this I'll never forget this. And, and, and I, I got into my mother and my sister's closets, always putting on stuff that they had, thinking that that was good again, gonna make me feel better when I went to school. It, you know, for, for a moment maybe, but it really didn't. And it got to the point where I had so much of their items. I had to put stuff in, in a garbage bag to figure out how I was going to sneak it back into the house or sneak it back into the room. Because what I did was I was sticking under my bed or put it in my closet. And then my sister started complaining about where her clothes were. And then all of a sudden my mother was missing stuff and I'm playing all innocent. They know something's going on, but they're not quite sure what it is. And my not so bright self realized I had so much, I had shoes, this, whatever. And, and I put them in a, a bag and it ended up being a bigger bag. So I say garbage bag, but it was a plastic bag. And I was trying to give it back to them and made the decision that, because I, I was thinking somebody was coming home or something. And I got nervous and I opened up my window, had it in a bag and put it at the side of the house. My, my bedroom was on the side of the house. So I put, now here's my brain, my thought at that time. The side of the house was near our neighborhood. No one goes on that side of the house. So I would eventually be able to get it and bring it back in the house. No, my mother, who had a beautiful garden, loved the backyard, loved my backyard, decided that particular weekend she was going to be out in the yard. And she's mowing the lawn and she's got, we had, we had peach trees and lemon trees. It was just one of the, it was the, my favorite place in the world because it was just a beautiful backyard and happened to go to the side of the house. Never, ever has she been on that side of the house that I'm aware of, but she happened that day. And she saw those that bag and brought it in the house. Now, you think I'd have been done got beat or something. No, she sat me down. She asked me to explain. I explained. And she took me to the store. And she bought me clothes and told me, first, don't never get in other people's stuff. And second, you don't need these clothes, but I'm going to get these for you because she understood the pain that I was going through. She should have put me in on suspension and locked me down in that room. She didn't that's my mother. She loved you in spite of yourself. And what I learned in that lesson is she can love me all she wants. I needed to love myself and I did it. And that began my journey. Mm. And so, man, what a story. See, my mama would not have sat me down and talked to me. I would have got that other, that other adverse reaction. Most of us would have. <laughs> exactly. So 
that is amazing. The fact that you did have a mother that loved you to where she understood. And like you say, it started your journey. So how did it affect you emotionally? Because obviously that's what your mindset was. How were your emotions affected by the way you thought about yourself? I mean, it, it, it affected everything I did and didn't do. I would say no to just about everything. I was very quiet. I, um, when I asserted myself, it was probably with the wrong person because they would get back at me and then I would surrender. I would succumb to whatever name calling that they did. I cried all the time. I was a big cry baby. Um, I annoyed the heck out of my brother and sister. Um, my brother is my, he's my road dog. That's my love. My, I just, my brother and I just, we have a great relationship. My sister and I don't have a great relationship and I still haven't figured that part out. Um, I wish we could be. I've always wanted to have the big sister, but she admitted she didn't like me. And that just tops me over to this day that I have a sister that doesn't like me. But I've realized that's not my issue anymore. That's her issue. Whatever the issue is between her and me is hers because she's still my sister. I wrote her a letter that says, regardless of whatever is going on, you're still my sister. And that was the theme throughout my whole letter. Every time I said a statement, but you're still my sister. You don't like me, but you're still my sister. And what I realized that I don't control that. She, her narrative is hers, mine is mine. And we tolerate one another. And that's fine. If that's where the relationship needs to be, that's where it needs to be. I can't force that for her. I can't force her to explain to me what the issue is, what, wh why I'm her problem or her nemesis or whatever the case may be. It's not my issue. I know she's my sister. I know I love her from the distance that we are, how we deal with one another. And if that's okay for her, I, there's nothing else that I could do, right? I, I'm empowering her to be who she is and I'm taking my power to be who I am. If she chooses not to like me, that's her choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's so, that's very um, interesting. And I'm thinking that because I'm listening to you and I'm thinking about my mother and her sister and they kind of had that same type of relationship until last year. And it was because I was sat them down and I was like, hey, let's have this conversation. But a lot of times you have to have that conversation before things actually are able to come out to have an understanding of why those emotions are there attached to that relationship. So just a thought for next year, maybe. You know, but, but, but you got a good point because I've, I've, I would have offered to have a conversation. She's no interest. You know, and, and, I, and I can make up stories because I'm thinking, OK, maybe, you know, I, I, because I was born, you know, and she was the big sister and she, she didn't want a little sister. You know, I, I I have my own stories too, but then those are stories. That don't mean that's the truth. The tr I don't know her truth. Right. I know my interpretation of her truth, but it doesn't mean that I'm, 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 I'm correct. So I've learned to control what I can control, but that's take, that's been over time. I've been through mm -hmm. the pain and the journey that I had to go through. That's that in itself is a story. But I, I'm there and I'm happy to be there because now I want to help the next person get there. Right, right. So with this and in growing up and with the process that you were going through, how did this affect you socially? I know as far as with your family, but what about any other social aspects, your social circle? Did that affect you? Um, did you? Did that have an effect on those that you were around and like you said, how people handled you and how people treated you. Everything. I think it I, I for me it affected everything. And it affected everything because I 
always believed I was the one in the wrong, that I didn't know what, what I'm supposed to know. Everybody knew more, but everybody was always in front or, or better than me. So socially, I did not have a lot of friends. I was a, a quiet person. Um, I didn't, until high school, even high school, I was teased a lot. Um, especially in high school, I was teased a lot. But here, but here's what happened that changed that narrative for me. I started not having what I believe not a lot of choices because I ended up becoming a teenage parent right outside of, of uh, high school. Um, I had a child. Um, I was I was when I, well, actually when I my senior year is when I became pregnant and had my child uh, just right at graduation. So I was a teenage mother. So that in itself, that's a whole different dynamic, right? So now I have this little person, this this baby girl that I'm supposed to, to mentor and bring up and raise. And she had to grow up with me because I'm a mess. I don't know who I am. I you know, but I mean, I loved her dearly. And, and I have to say, I believe I was a decent mother, not knowing anything, being a 17, 18 years old, um, having a child. And she grew up with me, but grew me up. You know, I became, I, mean, I was responsible anyway, but, but for the, from the social aspect, she was my, she was my road dog. I mean, we did everything together. I, I took my, my commitment. Once the commitment was made to make sure I knew to have that child, I had choices. Right. And mm -hmm. but I, I just didn't see the other direction being a, a good option for me because I do happen to be a responsible person, but it was challenging. It's all get out, but valuable, worthy. Um, it's probably the best thing I've ever done, meaning um, I'm proud of me for for making that decision to, to do right by this child. And I have a beautiful woman daughter that's very independent and and well well off, even well off 10 times better than I was ever, you know, in her age. And I'm proud of that, but I had to go through the struggles, which again, part of my journey, right? That's part of my mess is teenage parenting, low self-esteem, um, having to raise this child with minimal, um, not minimal support because my mother loved me through it. I, I'm telling you, I had, I had a village around me, but even my village couldn't get me out of my dark. I had to journey myself through that darkness. And I and I and I I believe I successfully did it because I'm in a much better place as I age, and I'm happy to be of age that I am, and I'm happy to um, say that I'm I'm a pretty darn content person. But I had to go through that mess, and there was a lot of mess and a lot of stuff in between that mess. So it impacted me massively socially. I was I was a yeah I was a person that just wasn't didn't feel comfortable around people, didn't do well around people, and um, kind of hibernated and hide, hid myself a lot. Okay, and and that kind of actually answers, I was going to ask, how did it affect your status of living? But like you said, um, being a teenage mother, um, pretty much having to grow up and have someone right there with you growing up with you. Now, like you said, you had that mess and you had other messes in between the messes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tell her, what did you do? How did you clean up your mess? How did you come out? How did you get through the situations that you went through? That's so loaded. That's a whole nother conversation, but in general, but in general, 
this is what I believe and something I still believe I'm going to do. I keep saying I'm going to do it because that's how I started off. I, I, I did write a book about what I would tell my five-year-old self. And it's all that stuff about how we make life so much more difficult than it has to be because we're in our heads and in our feelings, right? But the book that I really, really want to write, and so much so that I even have it drafted and I have the domain name and all this other stuff, is how books saved my life. I literally believe books saved my life. And I say that one because, and I love my mother for it because she's the one that makes me love to read. When we were kids, we got story time and we got rich. My mother, we cuddled and we read books together. As a mother, she did that with all of us. And so I loved books because I think my parent is the one that introduced me to the books. But I say books saved my life because in all the negative, um, horrible, I don't love myself moments that I had and that I lived through for so long, it was books and people like the Lisa Nichols and the Les Browns and even Tony Robbins, and I can just go on and on and on that are very motivational and inspirational people. Les Brown being the one that comes in my head first, Lisa because of the, 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 the secret. But I say Les Brown because I saw him on um, what we call public, public TV, right? Public, the public mm -hmm. PSA, public whatever it is, uh, station. And he was like, you know, um, uh, it's possible and all this motivational stuff. It was him that started planting the seed. I think I was 20 in my young 20s and I had the baby or had the, been the little daughter at that time. And and I was j just messed up. And, and I saw him on public television and his something about his power and his motivation and whatever led me to other to books and to him. And then uh, the. Um, Lisa Nichols and the secret and you know and I've participated with her and actually did some volunteer work with her so I've had intimate time with her. Uh, Les Brown I joined a, a thing with him when he came to California and became one of his group which is interesting how we I met someone that we know very dearly to us that we're working with and through in his group and that's Antonio T. Smith Jr. and I say that deliberately because that is his name and that's how we, we address him but and I didn't like him at first but that's a different conversation I just me and him had a little I was like anyway that's my boy but but um we got on stage with Les Brown and and we're able to connect with Les Brown I was able to those people don't realize how much impact they had in my life because and I got books around it I got a book big old two thing bookshelf five shelves books all over I mean everywhere Everywhere you look, I can pull a book out and put it in your hand. I'm looking at uh, Michelle Obama's, which who I just recently saw. Those types of people empower me. And that began the journey of how I figured it out. But the biggest book, I told you about person, but one of the biggest books is, and I, and I got to that book a little different than most people, is um, um, Think and Grow Rich. Okay, everybody knows about it, right? I would say most people do. But I, the way I got to it is a little different. Think and Grow Rich is, is the book by Napoleon Hill. It's all about our thoughts and, and, and we are who we think we are. It's kind of the concept of the book. But the way I got to it was not through Napoleon Hill. It was through Dennis Kimbrell, Professor Dennis Kimbrell. He wrote the black version of Think and Grow Rich. Some people don't know that and didn't realize that. I thought, I didn't know about the Napoleon Hill piece until I read his book. And again, a book led me to that book. And he, and the reason why, the sto his story really quickly was about 
Napoleon Hills, that organization, knew that they wanted to reach all people. And they didn't know how to reach Black folks because they knew that that, that, that conversation was going to be more slighted to people that are not of color. And so when Napoleon Hill passed away, the organization reached out to Dr. Professor Kimbrough and asked him, would he be willing to take the draft of the, that portion of it and, and mold it specifically to Black people? It is the best story in the world to people of color. And that's the book I got to before I even knew Napoleon Hill's original version. It is the best thing and those seeds got planted. And the more those seeds got planted, I was able to water them, pull all the weeds out and, and sprout it to where I realized I control that narrative. And over some time with practice and practice and failure and practicing and failure, I realized it's the stories we make up to a situation that causes us to feel how we feel. People don't make us feel bad. People, you know, life's not hard unless we think life is hard. We get to change that narrative. When that light bulb came on, yes, I was in my 40s. When that happened, you couldn't tell me nothing. I got wings and I was able to fly. And I'm proud of the journey, but I, my struggles were real, but they were all emotionally made up by myself not having the wisdom that I was in control of it. Right, right. Wow, that's good. And that thinking grow rich, That that's, and I didn't know about the, um, I'm glad you mentioned that. I did not know about the version that was uh, focused more towards um, black Most people. Most people don't. I have it sitting on my, 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 uh, my, I can see it on my bookshelf right now. And it's, it's thinking grow rich, the black choice. And he's saying, we are victims of, and I'm, you know, good, good reason why, because how we got here, right? All the things that we didn't have control over, um, people took from us and, and we worked and didn't get paid. And, you know, I can go, we can go deep into the history, but I think I don't have to go there. But when you see, see his version and the fact that I saw his version first, it changed everything for me. I had to go get the Napoleon Hill version. Uh, I mean, similar, but he spoke to me and I knew he was talking to me, a person of color, and he knew and got me. And because of that, I think everybody should, should consider, regardless of your, your color, your skin, your heritage, where you come from, it's a beautiful piece and very empowering. And that those are the, the journeys that I've taken by reading these books and meeting these people, or if not meeting them, seeing them on, on um, some kind of a TV show or program or interview or what have you. It's beautiful. And I, I'm just, I'm, and you can probably feel I'm, it excites the bejesus out of me, whatever that is. <laughs> Um, it's, it's those books that really, between the books, my parenting, um, which is my, my, my father, I lost to COVID a couple of years ago, still, he was very stern and what have you, but he plays an impact in my life as well. Um, yeah, lots of things have happened. I'm in a happy, content place right now. And I want to give it to anybody that I cross paths with. I want to share that with them. And I'm glad you just said that. So what advice would you give to any of the listeners who may be going through a similar type of situation or mess in their lives when it comes to any of those stories that you told us about? What would you tell them today? The biggest lesson that I learned is 
And this is, there's a book for this title, What Other People Think of You is None of Your Business. They have a right to think what they think. The way and the suggestion that I have is you are never, ever going to get rid of negative self-doubt. And I don't say that to be negative, but that self-doubt, fear, it's part of our DNA. There's not a human being, don't care how much money they have, don't care where they come from. I don't care if they're a movie star. I don't care if there's someone down the street. Everybody has those feelings of discomfort and fear and not being good enough in comparison. We all do it. So it's part of it. Just become friends with it. I have learned to be friends with it. When I can talk myself out of misery and negative in a heartbeat. And I do that because I know it's there. So I visit it. When it shows up, I say, you did it again. Or when I want to give up, which I have, this is stupid. I can't do this. I never can figure stuff out. Never don't exist because never just doesn't exist. Bottom line is we say that because our feelings are causing us to think the way we think get out of your feelings or don't get out of them. Talk to them. Me and my self-doubt are buddies. I don't like it, but we talk. When I go there, I say, okay, there you go again. I see you. I hear you. I'm going to move on or I'll I'll walk away. Sometimes you just got to walk away for a minute. Go do something else. Go put on some music, go dance, distract yourself and then come back to whatever it is that caused you the issue or the person, rethink it. Because here's one thing that I I, I absolutely suggest a person does. As soon as you say left, I'm gonna suggest you also go right and ask the question, but what if? What if it's not the, what if this is something else? What if, what, what if I'm good enough? What if? Go the opposite direction of what you're thinking. If somebody hurt your feelings or some man and done something to you and you think, oh, they cheating, whatever, go the other way. But what if he's not? What if he's late because of this other reason? What if he didn't answer the phone because of something else? We make up stuff. Go the opposite direction. That to get you a little bit away from the negative and might get you to rethink differently and then process through. I can process through my madness and, and my mess on a regular. And it happens on a regular but I also know that I have control over it too. Once you are empowered to know that, I think, oh my God, the sky's the limit. I mean, there, there's, 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 just, there's just none. You can do anything, but give friends with your negative self-talk. Don't try to get rid of it. It's not going anywhere. That is a great piece of advice. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> Become friends with it. And I love the way you explained that. Like, oh, you know, there you go again. Okay. Give it a name. Have that conversation. Nisha, Carol, call it whatever you want to. Bobo, don't care. I see you. I know you're there. Acknowledge it. Once you, if, when you see a problem and you can acknowledge there's a problem, it's easier to resolve it. And it sounds crazy. I I know it's, and I'm crazy anyway, so it works for me. It sounds crazy. But just know what's there. Don't try to fight it. It's not worth fighting it. Just say, I know you're there. I know I'm in my negative thing. What's the opposite of me being negative? Can I go outside in the sunshine? Can I go color? Go put on some mute? Change your disposition by doing something different. And usually an answer will come. If you don't have the answer, there's someone else has it. Ask somebody. You know, I don't like social media at the level that it is, but there's things you can go Google something, go ask Google. If I feel like crap, what do I do? Google, Google gonna have an answer for you. It will, it will, it will have an answer one way or the other. 
that that was that's a great 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 bit of advice and as we come to a close um if the listeners or the audience wanted to follow you um do you have any i know you just say you're not big fan of social media but if you have a social media platform would you like to go ahead and share that with the listeners yeah you can find me on on instagram and it's the T-H-E, Adonia, which is my name, Dixon, is the Adonia Dixon. Um, and that's at on um, that's on Instagram. And I actually have a I'm Adonia Dixon on Facebook, but I'm also gonna put a group together. I have um all inspiring leadership group. I'm gonna probably change that, but I am on social media. I'm just again that sh- I still have that shyness, so I don't like to be on it too often. But um, I'm beginning to post a little bit more. And so you definitely can find me on the Instagram. I'll spend some time on Facebook. I'm older, so I'm busting out myself. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm older and proud of my age, um, actually. And um, I am on Facebook. I, would, I am not on TikTok. I'm sorry. I have not graduated to TikTok. <laughs> but I believe Instagram and then I do have a website I'm still building but it's, you still can access me at least send some information to me if you want to talk to me or I have lots of things I'd like to give away to people and it is revolve leadership coaching.com revolve is we all have a nucleus power of who we are and our lives should revolve around it so that's where it comes from and um, it is R-E-V-O-L-V-E, Revolve Leadership Coaching.com. Okay. And I will have all of your information at the close of the um, at the close of the presentation and the podcast and the episode. So again, I want to say thank you so much for your time. And I appreciate you for coming out and sharing your mess with the listeners. Are there any last words for our audience? I just want to thank you. I thank you for letting me be part of your platform. And every single one of us has a gift, regardless of what it is, how big or small. Every single one of us can do one thing to make your day beautiful. And here's what I believe. Go smile at somebody. Go open the door for somebody. Sometimes get out of your head. If you get out of your mess, and you go help somebody else, maybe lift them up out of their mess for even if it's for a moment, you've done something wonderful and your life will be different and you will be different from it. Just open the door, buy somebody some coffee. I love doing that. I'll go to Starbucks and I'll buy myself a cup of coffee and I'll say, here's money. Let this person buy what they want to buy. It's the baby things that you do in life that those are where the real joy happens. Go do something for somebody else. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much. Go do something for somebody else today. So as I close, I'd like to leave you with this little quote that I always like to share. Remember, if you want to stay sad, live in the past. If you want to be anxious and worried, keep thinking about the future. But if you want to be happy, focus on the present and be grateful for the things that you have. This is Tracy D. Armstrong. Your What's Your Mess? Have a great day, everybody. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. Um, if I'm too bright, I'm sorry. It's just I'm trying to be different. Not that the mic that I have. But anyhow, 
Um, let's get started. So today's episode is all about what kind of changes is um, coming for me and what am I doing to change things in my life and why. Um, I, I need to make a lot of changes and I mean a lot of changes because if I don't, I'm just going to keep going on the same path I'm always going on where I just say I'm going to do something and I don't do it. So, um, I've decided to take about about it. It's like, who gives a crap? I'm going to do it and I don't care what anybody has to say. So these are the changes I have to make. I am now making myself a routine and the routine that I'm making is actually, um, a routine that I started where I'm writing down the routine that I want to do during the day. And I did, I did a short for it, um, showing people what I'm supposed to be doing today. I'm supposed, I made, I had to call the doctor's office, which I did because I missed the doctor's appointment with my daughter. Um, I was supposed to, um, go to, you know, I was supposed to work out, but I didn't work out today, which, um, I could still do some yoga before I go to bed, which I'm going to. Um, I'm supposed to have a shower today. I'm supposed to be making dinner. Dinner's on right now. And, um, yeah, like things like that, like, uh, important things I have to do. I'm actually doing it. Um, I'm putting it down on a routine and, and everything like that. Um, like I'll, I'll put the TikTok, the, the, the short that I did right here so you can see it I'll, or I'll put it right here. Um, but yeah, like that's what I am doing. I'm even, um, trying to make a schedule of what kind of workouts to do. I'm going to keep track of it. Like today I didn't do any workouts, like say squats or I didn't do resistant bands or any of that stuff. So tomorrow I'll do something different. But I actually printed off three weeks worth of stuff. So I have three weeks to do it and get it under control. The other thing that I'm doing is I'm actually um, making a budget now. So what I'm doing for my budget is I'm using my two incomes that I have coming in for the month, which is, I'm sorry for saying this is fixed income. So if you guys know what I'm talking about, um, if you're in Canada. Um, so I'm using those two incomes, my child tax and my DSP, and I'm making uh, a budget for it. And that is the budget I have to follow. So I have a budget where I have to pay my rent, I have to pay my car payment, I have to make a payment towards my car insurance, and everything like that. So I, I have to follow that budget for this month, and then next month I'll do another budget. I even did a video on it. So I linked my YouTube channel down below um, on my podcast on this episode. Um, go check out my YouTube channel. You can find everything there. I do have a book channel where I talk about books and reviews and um, what book I'm reading now. I'm reading a romance because it is February um, and that. And I have been reading the 101 essays. That's the other thing. I'm going to be reading a lot of um, self-help books this, this um, next couple months to help me through my mental health but at the same time actually help me um motivate myself to do all this and everything like that so if i can motivate myself and read a book to help me motivate myself to do the workout to do get up in the morning at six o'clock get the kids off to school get the lunches made you know clean the house um clean my room make my bed things like that that is the kind of stuff that i want to make changes in my life to make myself feel better and feel like i'm accomplishing something the other thing I want to do is I actually want to start finding a place to live. That's one of the changes that is going to come in my life this year. And I'm going to make sure of it. And I'm going to manifest it. And I'm going to pr- 
pray to God. I'm going to keep praying and say, hey, I need my own place. Because right now I live with my parents, okay? And that is the thing. Like, just getting my own place is the main thing this year. But at the same time, the other thing is, is that I'm trying to get my sister, who is um, a book channel YouTuber. She's a YouTuber herself. She does a lot of things on books, um, a little library. I'm trying to get her to start a podcast because she loves books. She loves to read. And she's always has loved to read. And I'm hoping that maybe we can do a collaboration or something on our podcast is about things. But we'll see what happens, right? We'll, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. But that's that's the thing. Like, that comes with time. That comes with change. The other thing I want to change is um, going to bed on time. Like, going to bed at a good time. Like, going to bed at, at 8 o'clock at night and then waking up at 6 o'clock. Having a good 8 hours sleep will help me um function every day just to be able to do things that is the major thing that i want to do is just make a lot of a lot of changes in my life making that would be good for me getting out of the habits that i'm used to getting out of the habits that i know that i shouldn't be in and i know i shouldn't have but those habits are gonna uh, disappear in time like me vlogging, that was supposed to happen today to put up a video because I fixed my um I fixed my um banner for my YouTube channel, right? And it, it says Monday, Wednesday, and Friday I'll be putting videos up on that channel. But I have a fitness channel and I have to fit and I'm gonna be working on that on Kavanaugh is where I will be work be doing the the, the um fitness thing. I'll be doing the um banner on my um YouTube channel for that. So I'll be working on that tonight, and um, I'm hoping, like, I'm not going to go all out like I used to. Like, I used to think, oh, well, these people have this, this YouTuber has that, me, this YouTuber, no, no, that's not the way I'm doing it. I'm just going to do it simple and normal and the way I like it. I'm not going to do what I think that people want to see on my channel. No, I'm going to do what I want to do, and that's the one thing that I need to change in my attitude and in my head. It's like, um, don't do what this person's doing. Do what you want to do. Don't follow this person because this person's doing it. It's working for them, but this could work for you. Or this could work for you. You know what I mean? Like, I have to figure that out. I, and it's going to take time. Like I said, I mean, keep saying it, but making a routine, getting on a routine, um, and getting on a budget, and just managing my money right, and then doing my fitness goals and my my habits and, and writing it all down and even writing in my journal. I want to do that. I want to be able to do all that stuff. But the reason I want to do this is because of the fact that I have made wrong choices in the last six years of doing YouTube. And I thought I was making the right choices for my channels. And I haven't been. So I do a lot of shorts too. I do a lot of TikToks. I do a lot of that stuff. But I even have an Instagram where I put up self-help stuff on the TikToks of other people's TikToks that they put. And I think that the fact that, and I even do it on Facebook, and the fact that I do that is helping me understand what I need to do and not to listen to other people and not to listen to the people around me, right? But yeah. But that's the thing, right? You gotta make these changes or to function and to be able to get somewhere in life. So if I wanna do something, I'm going to do it. And if I don't care what that person has to say. Like just recently I put uh, a short up about my nails. I got my nails done last week. 
and somebody made him a comment called, saying, dumb dumb, ugly video, YouTube video, whatever it is. And that didn't, I just deleted that comment because I was like, going, I don't care what you have to say. I like my nails. They look good on me. I feel comfortable with them. And it takes a lot for me to do something. So that's the other thing that I'm going to change. Is coming out of my comfort place and just doing it. Just do it and not let anybody stop you otherwise. The other thing is, is I did, uh, what is it? I recorded myself. I, I didn't record myself, but I recorded myself, um, like doing, um, what, what is it called? Um, I, I wrote up my to-do list yesterday and I actually put it all out and then I did a short for it. And the guy made a comment, I'll show you. The guy made a comment on this, like, okay, that's how I write. You got a problem with it, don't make a comment on it. I don't have to put A and B at all. I just put the at sign and there you go. To-do list at routine at scheduling. I did that because I couldn't put it right next to each other and I didn't want to waste any paper because paper is expensive. Let me tell you that. I went and bought paper one day and it cost me $47 just for paper for my printer. Ink's even expensive. It's, it's going to take. That's not the point. The point is, is, is a lot of things are going to be changing in my life in the next 12, 11 months of this year. And I'm hoping that by December, those changes that I make are good for me and good for my children, but plus are good for me because of, of my habits that I have. That is the one thing that I want to change is my habits, my bad habits that I have. I have the habit of, um, you know, eating too much junk food, drinking too much um, bubbly, which I do. And I'm trying to take myself off pop, but I'm having difficulties doing that. So sometimes I need a pop, but sometimes it's like when I had COVID in the summer, it tasted more like watery, like it was watered down and everything. But yeah. But the point is this, is that, sorry about that, that's my niece in the background. I live with my family, if you hear any noises. But the sad thing is, is that if you want to change your habits, you can do it. Don't let anybody stop you. I want to start going back to the gym. I want to start working out. And those are the habits that I want to get into. Right now, I'm not into those habits. Right now, I sit on my bed, I watch TV, I go on my phone, I do all that. I'm even getting a lock thing from my phone here to go into. So when I have to do something like this, or I have to do a video, or a book video, or if I have to read a book, I can put it in a lockbox for let's say an hour or an hour and a half, and be able to do that stuff, okay? Be able to do that stuff and not have to go back on my phone and be able to be distracted by it. And I've seen YouTubers use those boxes to clean their houses, to do what they need to do because they're on their phone constantly. They'll go on TikTok like I do. I'm not saying anything's against it. I go on TikTok and I just swipe up and I keep swiping up and I keep swiping up and I like and I follow and things like that on TikTok. I even do it on YouTube. I watch a lot of shorts and like, follow, subscribe. That's what I do. And I have to get out of that. Like I'm not going to get, I, I like to follow and subscribe to people, but I have to get to the point to where I do what I need to do to get it done. I've ordered a lot of things off of Etsy that has to do with PD files to all of that to help me with stuff. And like I showed you there, my routine thing and my to-do list and getting on a schedule and everything like that. 
That is actually something I, I printed off from Etsy. I bought it from Etsy and it actually has, I used it last year for a bit and it was helping me to get things done and remind me that I have to do some stuff. The other things too, the budget, all of it, <coughs> sorry, um, all of it. I had, you know, I got it from Etsy and I bought it for like maybe three to four bucks. And I even bought an ADHD because I have ADHD. And I, and you, you guys probably know that who's been listening to me. Um, I even bought an ADHD journal and to help me with some stuff like making my bed, you know, brushing my teeth, you know, just to remind me to do certain things because I get into the habit where I just don't want to do it. And then there's the, um, the one is scheduling. The one is, the other one is scheduling. Um, yeah. So yeah, like that's pretty much it. But that's the thing, right? You got to be able to do it. And the other one is making appointments and everything. I forgot about a doctor's appointment today, guys. And it was for my daughter and me. And my daughter got mad at me because it was at 9.30 in the morning and I forgot to write it down. And I don't know if there's any parents listening to this, but I, I don't know if you guys do the exact same thing. You guys forget to write things down and you forget that there's appointments and everything like that. And you feel like crap after. I felt really like crap because she needed to see the doctor, but I rebooked it for the 27th at 2.30. And I feel so bad because she wanted to see the doctor because her mental health is off. Um, her anxiety is like this, like going up and down. And that's so, like, I'm just, I gotta get her to the doctor. I gotta get myself to the doctor's too. But, um, but yeah, like, it's, it's, it's just so much. And it's like on, it's like with doing my podcast. I want to do more episodes on my podcast, get it noticed and everything like that. I want to get out there and just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do it. And that's all to it. But like I said, just by talking about it, just by getting into those habits and making those changes in my life is going to be an amazing benefit for me, but it's going to be an amazing benefit for my children and my, my family and everything. And probably I'll see a difference in myself. Like this summer, I want to go do a lot of trails because I have a series on my YouTube channel, my main channel, Discos, and I um, go and do trails. And I, I have one more to do where we were, and um, we're going to do that probably in March or April because I don't know what the weather's going to be like because sometimes we have some types of weathers in Canada that's not good and that is good. Um, we have times where we're, like, I live in the country and we're, like, um, stuck at home because we are, we can't get out or it's too cold or the roads are too bad. So it, it's kind of hard for us to judge it. In, in March, we usually get an ice storm for the last winter. And when we get that, we have to um, be careful because like that ice storm, I drove in, in it before, like three years, four, six years ago, I drove in it from London to home when I was living in Stratford. And it was awful. And I mean awful, guys. Like I had to drive on the side of the road to be able to get home because that's how bad the roads were. And it, like I will never do that again. My car stays parked and that's all to it. And I don't drive when that ice storm comes around. But I don't know if we're going to get it this year. Like, we've had some really bad winter weather lately. And um, we've been having cold fronts and all of that stuff. So I don't know what we're doing. Um, if the groundhog saw his... I don't follow that. But if the groundhog saw his 
little um, shadow that we're gonna not have an extra six weeks of snow. But if you didn't, we will. But no matter what, we always. And that's the thing that nobody understands here. We always have six weeks of extra snow, even though the groundhog has seen his shadow. And we always do. And that's coming from somebody in Canada. I don't know about what other Canadians think, but that's what I think. Like, we, we go through it, you know? But like I was saying, like, when the summer comes, pulling out the shorts, pulling out the swimsuits, going to the beach, coming out of my comfort place. I have two-piece swimsuits. I have, I have it all. And I'm actually going to be doing a swimsuit haul on my one channel, on this channel. And, um, and I'm going to try them on and I'm going to come out of my comfort place. And I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to say, you know what, screw it. I'm going to do it. I don't care what people think of me. I do. But I don't care what other people think of me because this is my life, not theirs. But... I have to figure out what I'm going to do and when I'm going to do it and just do it. If I come back on this week and do another episode of a podcast, I'll come back on and do another episode of this podcast. If you're listening to me, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for giving me this chance. Thank you for downloading it. Thank you for coming and listening to me rant and rave about my struggles of losing weight, of my struggles with my mental health, with, with all of it, with talking about my ADHD, all of it. Like, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to tell you how I'm doing and how life is affecting me in everyday life. I'm, I'm trying to lose the weight and struggling with gaining it, then losing it, then gaining it, then losing it. Thank you so much for listening to me. But the truth is this, is that I know I have to get my life on track. I know I have to get my life back to normal. And it's going to take a while because... You know, our lives were all turned upside down in 2020 when we all had to be kept home with our families and everything like that. I understand. I totally do. But as for, you know, the losing of the weight, going back to the gym, I, I was going to the gym there for a bit, but then I stopped. But I want to go back. And I have to get that habit in where I go at, say, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning going to the gym, starting my day at that time, coming home, sending the kids off to school. Then go and do yoga, do a yoga class, do this, do that. I need to get into that habit, and it's going to take a while. And I'm going to keep talking about it on this podcast, about my habits and how I'm dealing with them. But dealing with losing weight, I'm, I'm struggling. Like, I, I go up and down from 250. Two, I'm not 251, and I'm sticking at 251. And it's irritating to no end that. I'm sticking it, and I know that I have to get to love my body, but I have a problem with that. I can't. I don't love my body. I don't like my body. I have body more um, body problems. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I look in a pair of jeans. I don't like the way I look in a pair of jogging pants. I don't like the way I look in any of that stuff. I bought a bodysuit. I, I wore it once, and I don't like the fact of how it makes me feel. It doesn't sink everything in, and. You know, the sad part is, is that when you listen to these people on these commercials and they show you these pictures, I'll never believe anything you see because it's all um, altered to make you want to buy it. It's like with the Instagram stuff. I buy things off of Instagram all the time and it's not what I was looking for. It wasn't the thing I was trying to find. It was something else, right? And I bought a couple things from Instagram and a couple things from Facebook and a couple things and they're not the products that I see on 
but I thought was something different. And that is the thing. Like, how are we supposed to believe these ads? Like, just recently, I, last month, I purchased something from, not last month, but the month before, I purchased something from Amazon. I was seeing these two boxes. Did I get them? Oh, no, I did not. But then I found out it was a scam, and I fell for one of the Amazon scams. Don't ever fall for that. Um, you know, the workout equipment, I bought workout equipment online, and it's not what they say it is in the picture, and it's something different. Um, like, just be careful with the ads that you see out there be on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I haven't bought anything from TikTok. I've watched a lot of videos on TikToks viral TikToks that have gone viral and they seem to be legit. They seem to be what the these people are buying. But I've had it to the point where I bought a drone and the drone wasn't even the drone that I was supposed to get. It was some cheap made thing. And it was like going, okay, so I was supposed to get a drone. Where's the drone? This isn't the drone. And it wasn't working and it broke the same day I bought it. So yeah, and I never got my money back for that. And I was so disappointed in myself that I wasted 30 bucks on that and it wasn't even the drone that was in the picture. So you got to be careful because off-market people, people who have off-market things are selling them and they're not. It's like there's this bodysuit that they're saying on Instagram, it's the bodysuit of the world and they're using someone else's ad. Don't ever believe that. Like, I can tell you how many things I have bought from those things and they're all fake. And it's like, well, on this bodysuit that's supposed to squeeze my fat in, you know, it's supposed to be a body shape type of thing. It's not a body shape type of thing, guys. It's, it's not. I wore it to get my nails done, and it did not take, it didn't shrink my waist. It didn't. And it's kind of weird because um, I've even bought bodysuits from Amazon, and they were two X's, and they did not fit me. They wouldn't go on, and that was the most embarrassing thing. That's the other thing. Just trying my best on not to let things like that get to me is one of the things that I'm going to have to do. But I don't let a lot of things get to me. If it gets really bad, it does get to me. But if it doesn't, it doesn't. But anyhow, like, I'm sorry for ranting. I'm sorry for just going on about some stupidest things. That, but from experience of buying stuff from, Amazon, from Instagram and Facebook, like, I did get something legit. I brought my daughter to stuff animals from, let's say, Facebook, an ad from Facebook. And it was the actual thing. And it came in. And it was two, it was a Lena pet and um, something else. The little stuffy. And it was legit. It was what it was said it was going to be. But sometimes it's not. And I repeat, it's not. It is something else. Like, I bought this these overalls and it was supposed to be something funky and it came in looking like something else and I bought an orange one and a black one and the black one just fucking I'm sorry to say this guys but the fucking black one stinked so bad that I had to wash it and it smelled so bad it, it smelled like something from Sheen like I bought black jeans from Sheen before and I've had it to the point where Sheen jeans actually stink but like I said, getting out of that habit of buying things like that is going to be hard for me because, like, I love the ads. I love the stuff. Even with hair loss, because I have hair loss, um, just trying to get that stuff. 
just trying to. So the things that are going to change in my life is trying not to buy things that are ads on Instagram. I can't promise you everything. Um, trying to buy the legit stuff and find it online properly. Um, buy natural. Just buy, you know what? If you can afford it, yeah, get the knockoff from okay. it. Like, I'm not saying not to, but get the knockoff from okay. it because it's cheaper, right? Because the normal one could be like 168 to 200 bucks. But, like, things are just expensive. It's ridiculous. But just trying not to buy a lot of things off the ads. Um, trying to make sure that it is what it is. Doing, doing my research is one of them. Um, when I want to talk about something, do a research on it. The other thing is don't take people serious. Just shrug it off and go, whatever, you know, that's part of life. You know, that people want to be like this, that's fine, you know. Um, just trying to... Sorry, guys. I can't keep going off on me. But just trying to get to the point where um, you're not buying fake things. You're not buying things off of Instagram or Facebook that's not legit. So yeah, that's gonna be hard, but I'm gonna be able. To, I think I'm gonna be able to do it. Just sticking to my budget is one of the things that I'm gonna do in my life, and changing that, like sticking to a budget, saying okay, I have this much money, I can't spend this, I have this, okay, waiting for my bills to come out. That's gonna be the biggest life changing that I'm gonna have to make. But plus, I'm trying to get off my ass and just make a big life change and how I'm gonna do it, and just keep talking to you guys about it, who listens, who watches. And just enjoy myself doing it, and hopefully to God that I can, you know, hopefully to God that I, sorry for saying his name, in vain, if anybody's listening to this, um, hopefully I can do it, and I can do it to the point where if I believe in myself, I know I can do it, I can do whatever I want, just trying to get to that point is going to be difficult for me, but getting to it will be accomplished in my life. I feel good. I'll keep going on that routine. I will not stop. I'll just keep going and going and going until I get to where I want to be. A place of my own. Losing weight. Being healthy for my kids. And, yeah. And then, do me a favor. When you're talking to a woman online, don't automatically call them up and start doing something to yourself because you think that woman needs to see that. No, we just want to talk. But I'm sorry to mention that. I should never mention that. I'm not interested in seeing that right now. I'm interested in getting to know somebody. I am a single mother of two. And I don't really care if it's causes conversation. But seriously, we're not interested in seeing it. Or you doing something to it. While we're sitting here on the phone with you. Just by experience. Please do not do that. Why not? But I, I'm just like so baffled. <laughs> that... I know I can do it. I believe in myself. I can do it. But those are the life changings that I want to make in my life. And I'm hoping that I can do it. And that I can get off my ass and make those life changings. And just do it. Because seriously, you know, if I want to be a better person, if I want to be in a better place in my life, in five to six years down the road, I have to get off my ass and do it. And manifesting it or talking about it or believing in it and people look at you going, well, you can't do it. Just say, fuck you and go. You know what I mean? I, I stopped myself there. Just, excuse me. Just, you know, let's just do it. Who cares what people think? Who cares what people say? have to say? Just get up and do it and prove to yourself that you can. Don't prove it to that person. Prove it to yourself. 
Because let me tell you something. That's what I'm doing. I've always been told that I can't do anything. I'm going to prove to these people, and I'm going to prove to myself, actually. I'm actually not going to prove it to these people, but I'm going to prove it to myself that I can do it, and I can do anything. That's why I do YouTube, and that's why I do my podcast, is to prove to myself that I can get the courage up, sit in front of a mic, and tell you guys on how I feel and what I what is going through my mind and how I'm dealing with it and how I'm dealing with my weight loss, how I'm dealing with just gaining weight, not able to lose it. I am doing this to prove to myself that I can do it and come out of my comfort place and tell people, F you, leave me alone, grow up, and stop controlling me and stop telling me that I need to do this or do that. This is my body, not yours. If I want to lose the weight, I'm going to lose the weight. If I want to go out and eat hamburgers and onions, go out and eat hamburgers. Like, I have to get to that point, but I, I, I know I have to. And I'm going to get to that point. And I'm going to take time to do it. But I can tell you one thing right now. Just trying to get there is going to be the hardest thing I have to do. Because I'm going to have stumps and I'm going to have problems. But anyhow, this is going to be a 30-minute podcast, and I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you enjoyed my rant. But before I end it, please hit the subscribe button, notification button, and don't forget to, um, you know, don't forget to go check out the video. I'll link it down below, but I did leave my YouTube channel down below that has this on it, and go check it out. And I hope you guys are having an amazing day. I'm sorry if I said anything offensive, and I'm sorry that if you didn't like what I said. But anyhow, I'm just trying to get this to, to um, 30 minutes. But you all have a good day, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button and the notification button. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye.